Hey everyone, I'm Riley Burke and welcome to The Variety Show. I'm a 22-year-old student, businesswoman, and traveler who loves expanding my knowledge and learning new things. This podcast is a way for me to take everything I've learned and share it with all of you. The Variety Show, a podcast where we talk about a variety of different things, such as business, fashion, food, travel, friendship, and everything in between. This is a podcast where we can laugh, grow, and learn together, and I'm so happy you're here. Enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Variety Show. Today I am sitting down with two very special guests. They just got back from a 30-day road trip across the United States. Please welcome Anthony Miley and Vinny Yakino. Guys, welcome to The Variety Show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you guys. I have always wanted to go on a road trip across the U.S., so I'm just super excited to learn how you guys planned, how you packed, where you went, what you did, all of that fun stuff. So let's just jump right in. Um, My first question for you guys is who had the initial idea of going on a road trip across the country, and how did the other person react to that? How did that happen? I would say I had the initial idea to go okay. just because I've always wanted to do something like that. And I would say COVID kind of rushed it along just because we were stuck at home for so long. Good point. Okay. And I just really wanted to get out of the house and see new things. So when you told Vinny about that, Vinny, were you like, oh my God, yes. Or were you like, oh, I don't know about that. Um, I liked the initial idea, but I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to take that much time off work. I guess, I don't know, I was really convincing because I was like, they give us time off for a reason, so might as well use it. Right, and you guys are both so, like, into traveling, too. Mm -hmm. So, I'm curious, you guys are kind of having these conversations, like, should we go on this road trip, should we not? Like, what was the first, like, was the first step, like, how many days do we take off work, or, like, where should we go? Like, kind of walk me through that process of how you guys kind of figured everything out. So I guess in my mind, I wasn't too worried about how many days we were taking off work at first. I was just more so thinking about where do we want to go? What do we want to do? Okay. How much time do we think it'll take after we know that? Gotcha. So um, we started to look at like, you know, the map and see like what was in different states and just kind of went from there initially. Gotcha. And, And for everyone listening, you guys are from Ohio. Yeah. What city are we in right now? Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. Perfect. Okay, so you guys are researching, and then when do we start kind of finalizing, like, okay, I want to go here, 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 like, how did that all happen? So we were kind of just searching, like, best way to plan a road trip, and we okay. came across this site called Road Trippers. Oh. And um, the great thing about that is you can add as many stops as you want and kind of make your whole route, you know, like, from start to finish, like, all the way to like your farthest destination to home so we um you know got you have to like get like a subscription to okay. premium because they think you can only have like five stops for the free version which was not enough is it a website or an app or how it, did you guys it's a website and an app so okay. you can access it from your computer or your phone um which is great when you're on the trip right because you can constantly like pull it up and use it as reference right um but yeah, so, and then other nice thing about it is it kind of shows you things like on your route nearby that you wouldn't even have 
thought to add originally. Oh, wow. So as we were sitting there planning it, it would say, like, oh, like, this isn't, like, that far off the route. Like, why not add it in? Yeah. How did you guys even hear about Road Tripper? I've never heard of Road Trippers. Was it just from Googling or did someone tell you guys about it? It was just from Googling. I don't... Did you hear about it from... Um, I'd say it just came up on a lot of different sites that it was very helpful. And the trip essentially started to plan itself um, with places just getting added and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like we once we like kind of had the general like plan down it like automatically figures out the fastest way to get you from point a to b oh that is so nice it'll give you like an estimate of how much gas is going to cost and ideas of places to like stay for hotels like whether it be like an actual hotel or just like an area that is close by enough to that place wow Um, so it literally did like where to go what to do restaurants hotel like everything everything and for the most part would you guys say like you stuck to those like recommendations or did you guys have like okay it's saying this but i know i want to hit this place in this restaurant like i would say a little of both um i also did extensive research on each city that we wanted to go to looked up things that people recommended um i would say like TripAdvisor. we use mm. that a ton just to see like what are the top 10 things to do in this city or this location just yeah. to kind of help you know along with road trippers how much time went into not packing and all that yet but just planning like where you want to go and i guess if you knew how many days you were going to need, like how much time went into planning? Like a few days, a week, a month? Like how long was the process? I'd say too much time. (laughs) But if I had to put a number to it, it was probably at least a month. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah, I feel like we started planning in like the end of January and didn't really finish until the end of March. Like had we sat down and like been able to work on it all the time, but like since we you know, would work our day jobs during the day and then work on it after work. It kind of took a while. Well, I honestly think that's, like, so amazing that you guys spent so much time because when you're going to drive across the country, like, you have to have things mm-hmm. planned out. And I'm sure you guys learned that along the way, like, yeah. how important it is to just have an idea of what you want to do. I can't imagine going on a road trip and not planning that much. So I think you guys did that, like, really well. Thanks. Yeah. Um. So at what point do you guys start thinking, like, we know where we want to go, but, like, how long do we stay in each place? Like, how long can we afford to be gone? Like, how did how did all that happen? So, I feel like we put all of the destinations that we, like, knew we for sure wanted to go to in a list in an Excel spreadsheet. Of course. And then <laughs> we were looking at, like, you know, like, just going to, like, say it was a national park. We would go to that park website, see the things to do, and then it, it even breaks it down, like, if you have a day, if you have two days, like, how much time do you need for these things? So we kind of just like looked at that and all of, you know, a lot of other Googling and came up with, okay, like let's do one night here, two nights here, or, you know, three nights, but. And it also depended on um, how far the drive was in between destinations, um, Mm -hmm. which determined really how many days we were staying. Yeah, because we tried to not drive more than six hours a day which Mm. most days I feel like we were, we tried to keep it as minimal as we could. Right. Um, Which was nice because, you know, being in the car for a long time can get, you know, overwhelming to some people. For sure, for sure. So how long then, so the trip was how many days total? 
was 28, right? Yeah. 28. Okay, wow. Um, and every day you were driving from place to place? Or sometimes you guys were staying more than once? There was a few places that we stayed two nights and one place that we even stayed three nights. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, the nice thing was, like, some places, like, from Zion to Vegas was only a two and a half hour drive. True. So that was, like, nothing. True. But. Okay, so remind me the day that you guys left for your road trip. So we left. Was it June? Sometime in June? It was May 29th. So May 29th. Week, the and weekend of Memorial Day. Perfect. And this is also, like, this is this year, 2021. This was very recent. Yes. Um, Okay, so you're leaving, like, kind of a little bit before summer's starting. You're going to be gone for a month. How did you guys pack? Because you're going from Ohio all the way to Vegas, I think, right, was the Mm -hmm. farthest west you guys went. So how do you pack for a 30-day trip knowing, like, that laundry access is limited and you have hiking shoes and all these different outfits? I'm assuming, like, how did you guys pack? Right. I was a little bit concerned at first because I was, like, we don't know what the weather is going to be. No. Is it going to rain? Is it going to snow? Is it going to be too hot? Is it going to snow in June <laughs> in Vegas? You never know. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, even in some of these parks, we were going up in high altitudes. True, so true. We bring stuff to dress warm. Um, and I guess the biggest thing that I would recommend would be to get packing cubes. Um, I came across them when I did research, and each cube you were able to put a little bit of... Um, I guess, different clothes in each one, and then you were able to put that inside of a bigger bag, so everything kind of stayed separate, um, and it didn't get mixed together, and it was easy to access if you just had to grab something out real quick. So would you, like, organize it by, like, day then, or were you organizing it by... So... Was there any kind of organizational method with the packing? Yeah, so I would say we try like, with the packing cube specifically, I put, like, all my shirts in one cube, my shorts, like socks right right right. everything like that in one cube and then we had a shared bag that we would plan our outfits for like up to three days and put them in that bag so that way when we're going into these hotels we only have to bring in one bag instead of bringing in that's a good write that down if you're listening that's a really good tip great idea i love that so and then i feel like initial planning for the packing we had a list with like you know, check boxes in Excel. I don't know how you set that up, but um, <laughs> it like had, is it packed? And then you could like check it off or like, do we need to buy this? And like, wow. yeah. So, and I think we even researched like things to bring, but another way that we broke it down was aside from the packing cubes, we had like a bag that was just like hiking shoes or a bag that was like Swimming. swim stuff or like, um, like supplies, you know, because like, we camped some nights, so we had, like, camping material. Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, like, and I feel like overall we had everything fitting in the car. There was definitely stuff that I feel like we could have went without taking, but we didn't know because right. we didn't know what the weather was going to be, so we really had to bring and a I lot. And I feel like with all the stuff, I mean, you guys weren't in, like, an RV. Like, you're in, like, a normal, like, were you in a van? Were you in a, what we kind of? SUV. SUV, okay. Yeah, a Subaru Forester. Jeez, and you felt like everything fit for the most part in your car? We had our packing down to a science. Um, (laughs) Of course. Staying organized is one of the most important things because as soon as your car gets messy, it it was just... It would have been too hard to, like, get everything to fit. True. 
So, yeah, I mean, the back seat wasn't usable, but it was just the two of us, so it didn't matter. But we had, like, our cooler in the back seat, snacks in the back seat, and then, like, anything that we might need to grab, like, easily. But then I would say, like, everything in the trunk kind of worked out. Um, like we said, we had the common bag that we would only bring in. That but... is such... Whose idea was that? Well... The, it's so <laughs> smart. I love I guess... it. I don't know. I feel like maybe mine. Because we didn't start out with that idea originally. So we left. We left on the trip. And I think we were in like Minnesota at the Mall of America. It was like, we should just buy it. You went to the Mall of America? Yeah. Oh my God. How was that? It was awesome. Like, honestly, one of the coolest malls, like four floors, an amusement park. Yeah. A huge food I've always wanted to go there. Wow. Wait, that's so cool. But when we were there, I was like, let's just buy another bag and have it be like our common shared bag yeah. because it was like getting to be too much carrying stuff in that was only like our third day on the trip so we didn't go too far right you know? that but is so smart we you did have to bring in every bag like every so often to like reposition things right and, like get your new stuff out but i mean it was a lot better than having to lug all of these big bags in like every single night for sure and speaking of cars i asked on my instagram yesterday i'm like does anyone have any kind of questions about going on a road trip, whatever? And a few people asked me, how did you budget for gas? So I'd say road trippers really helped. Really? Um, Even with that? Yeah, you can input your exact car, the year, and it'll oh give my you God. a breakdown based <laughs> off of your route on how much um, it'll think you, you'll you spend. Based was, on your car's gas mileage. I think it was wow. like $20 of what we actually spent. So it's really Wait, accurate. this like website sounds like too good to be true. <laughs> it sounds. You said you had to pay for it, right? So it's $25 for like the a year of like the premium access and if anyone wants it I can give you a referral code and you can yes. get $5 off. Wait, what is your so, referral code? Um I don't know. All I, right. I'll, I'll, we'll come back it. to that. Yeah. We'll we'll come back to that. Um okay, love it. So we're getting ready to go on the road trip. We're packing, we're planning. How did you guys get so much time off of work? Also, both of you cuz you don't work at the same place. Like how did you guys perfectly plan this? So I guess I'm the way that my vacation policy works where I work is you, I think I get 23 or 24 days a year. I don't get them at the beginning of the year, like January 1st. I don't have all my days. So I like gain them each paycheck. I get a certain amount of hours. Mm -hmm. And with 2020 being the way that it was, we really didn't go anywhere. And I was like, I'm not going to take vacation time to sit at home. True, so true. They allow us to roll over days. Like, we don't have to, you know, oh, use them. Oh, I love that. So, That's so I nice. had, like, 15 days from last year, and then, um, you know, like, I had been earning days, like, so far into 2021. Right. So, I had plenty of it vacation It just worked time. out perfectly. Vinny, mm-hmm. how about you? Um, I'd say I used the rollover option as well. My company gave us some more days, or let us roll some over from last year since... We couldn't really travel. That's so nice. And then I also suggest planning it over a holiday or a day that you already have off so you can save a little bit more time. Yeah. That's smart too. Write that down. Everyone write that down. Yeah. So I feel like every time we go on vacation, we do it over a holiday just because it gives you like that extra day and like whether it be like you just want an extra day at home and you don't want to, you know, vacation time. So yeah, like that's huge. Like, and you know, everyone's like, how did you take so much time off work? And, like, it was only 19 days, which I know only 19 days is a lot, and I get that, but if you think about how much you work, and I don't know, I just don't really feel like it was that much. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
No, that, I think that's so awesome that it worked out for both of you like the same time. Um, so we're prepping, we're on Excel, we're ready to go. I have to talk about this binder really quick that's sitting next to me. You guys, they literally, first of all, these two are like the most like organized people I've ever met in my life, but they have this binder. It's like color coordinated, like day by day, like hour by hour of like where they're going, what they're doing. But like, I'm obsessed with this because like I said before, I don't know how else you could do a road trip like this without planning it. So you took this binder with you then the yeah. whole trip. Okay. Love it. Um, and I didn't want to over plan, but everything on there was just kind of to keep us on track so we could make sure we got to everything we wanted to do. Yeah. Like, and if we didn't get to do something, it was, you know, it was whatever, like, cause we're in charge of our own destiny. I feel like some people looked at us like we were crazy for planning this much, but it's like, you can't not plan. Like, right. You have to know what you're going to do because think about like going on a trip like this and then you're in this place and you don't know what there is to do there. A million and you percent. To, you have to figure it out on the spot. Like, it would you would just waste so much time figuring it out instead of being able to actually enjoy all of the time you have. A million percent. And something that we talked about earlier too, um, all of these parks and things have different hours. Sometimes they're closed. Sometimes, you know, they're open. With COVID, I don't know how that impacted anything, but I feel like, again, just if you're going to go on a road trip like this, I highly recommend, and I feel like you guys will probably agree with me, to plan yes, as much as you 100%. can before you go. All right, so you guys leave. Um, where did you go first, and what was the route that you were going to take during this journey? So we left from Cleveland, and our first stop was in Indiana at Indiana Dunes National Park. So okay. I would say that was only like a four-hour drive maybe from here, maybe three. Um, but it's right outside of Chicago. So oh, it, was, nice. it was just like a perfect thing to do in the morning before getting into Chicago. Cause that was our, you know, our first stay of the trip was, um, two nights in Chicago. So we got to Indiana dunes and we did the three dune challenge. So what's there's, that? There's three sand dunes that you, they're like all close together, but you climb Each them. One gets steeper. Yeah. So like oh. the first one's like kind of hard but not that bad the second one's like pretty hard and the third one's like oh my gosh you're like, dying yeah. yeah did you guys do it yeah we did it um love that it was worth it too because at the end um you had a scenic overlook and you could see chicago over the over lake, lake michigan. michigan yeah that so, is so it was beautiful cool. wow that's awesome so you leave there where did you go next? So we headed to Chicago, um, which I drove for that part because he was nervous about driving in the city. <laughs> so, um, but it honestly wasn't bad. Like for a Saturday in Chicago, like it was not, drove right, in. drove right in, like no issue at all. Um, other thing that I just thought of, definitely get an easy pass because you don't want to have to like scramble smart, to pay the tolls. Smart. So that was like a huge help. And you even save money because they give you a discount for having it. So... That, like, saves so much time. Um, but, yeah, so we went into Chicago. Um, we couldn't check into our hotel right away, so we, like, went and parked in a parking garage. Like, and explored. Then, yeah. And, uh, and I, I forgot to ask you guys, too, how many states have you guys been to before the road trip? I think uh, together we've only been to maybe five or six but not together, I would say, I think, 17. Yeah, I've been to 17 states. Okay. B and before the trip. Gotcha. And during the trip, you were planning on hitting how many states total? 20. You guys went to 20 states? Yeah. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I like didn't realize that. Wow. Okay. So you go from Chicago. Where did you go next? So from Chicago, we stopped in Wisconsin and did a cave tour. Um, oh, I love there's this that. Cave of the Mounds. It's kind of small, um, but it was like a nice way to break up the drive. We didn't stay the night in Wisconsin. Um, we went to Minneapolis, Minnesota. So that was like our halfway point. Um, and from there, there, I mean, there really wasn't like a whole lot to do in Minneapolis other than like the Mall of America was there. Right. And um, there was this waterfall that we went to that was there. The hotel we stayed at in Minneapolis was amazing. Like probably, really? probably my favorite hotel of the trip um, or one of them, I would yeah. say. It was just like super nice and like modern and neat and I it felt like it was brand new to the point where we were the first people staying in that hotel I love that and I'm so happy you just brought up hotels because I was so curious as to are we sleeping in your car are we camping outside are we in hotels like what was the living situation over the past month I would say most of the trip was spent in hotels Um, we also tried to mix in a few airbnbs when we could but sometimes they weren't always the most affordable option Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also did two nights of glamping. Um, so they already have the tent set up for you. Yeah. Furnished. Uh, there's chairs, there's a bed, there was a fire pit. Furnace thing. Oh, wow. Where did you guys do that at? In Yellowstone. Mm, that was probably so cool. And then we also did one night of tent camping in Colorado. Mm-hmm. How was that? It was fine. I... I was comfortable. I didn't. definitely needed a bigger tent. <laughs> I'm 6'4", and we had a 7-foot tent. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah, I am not a camper, but I feel like being, like, out across the country, like, I feel like I'd be like, whatever, I'll, I'll do it. Um, okay, so we're at, what, Minnesota? Yeah. And then we went to North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, we stopped at the world's largest Buffalo, Buffalo Monument. Monument. How was that experience for you guys? No, <laughs> no, Didn't see a single person there, but we stopped, got our photo, and it, we're on our way. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was right off the highway, and it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, when else are you going to have this Right, like, we're here, you might as well. I'm curious, too, like, I feel like everyone, you hear about the East Coast, you hear about the West Coast and the South, but no one really talks about, like, these states in the middle. Yeah. Um... Were they were like? Would you guys go back to like the North Dakotas and the Montana? I don't even know why people don't talk about (laughs) (laughs) because there's nothing there. Yeah, it's just a lot of flat land. Yeah, construction zones for whatever reason. I will say, like driving through North Dakota, our main goal for North Dakota was to go to Theodore Roosevelt National Park, which is similar to the Badlands, but it's like the North Dakota version. Mm -hmm. And I personally wanted to go there because I went to Theodore Roosevelt High School, so I just felt like I had a personal connection. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which might sound nerdy, and I really don't care. No, no, it's cool. um, that was, like, my whole reason for wanting to go. And I feel like people don't realize this, but Theodore Roosevelt is, like, the whole reason why we have national parks. So I felt like we need to go there because, like, that's, like, his park. Yeah. And he's the whole reason why there's, like, all of these parks. Yeah. No, I think that's awesome. So, um... Yeah, I don't know. The other thing about North Dakota was it's so flat and, like, we were driving west the whole time um, that, like, the sunset was just amazing, like, on the drive. But it was, like, kind of blinding at times, Right, yeah. (laughs) But it was pretty. it it almost felt like our day was never ending because we were driving in the direction. So the sun kind of stayed out. Yeah. And, like, as well as switching time zones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, sure. I forgot about you guys were switching time zones. Yeah, we went to every time zone in the U.S. other than 
Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So from North Dakota, where did you guys go next? So from North Dakota, we went to South Dakota. Of course. Yes. Um, Which one did you like better, North or South? South. So, I really? actually feel like I would go back to South. No way. Because there's a lot there. Um, Other than Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I mean... Oh, I forgot about... Wow, you guys saw so many cool things. Mount Rushmore was definitely worth it. Like, I've always wanted to see it. I'm glad Same. that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, like, I wouldn't need to go back but, since I've seen it. But, like, Badlands National Park is super close to um, Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. Like, we... They recommend going either for sunrise or sunset. We were there right around sunset. So, like, the rocks were, like, really red yeah. and pretty. And, like, it just was, like amazing looking um and the other good thing about these states were the prairie dogs yes they were just I forgot about cute that. um kind of smaller than a groundhog yeah they popped out of their little holes wait that's so cute <laughs> yeah they sing songs to each other like it's the craziest i thing. love that the first place we saw them was in north dakota at theodore roosevelt national park and we like kept hearing this chirping but we like weren't looking at the ground yeah i didn't realize them but like that was what it was because there was like a herd of buffalo so we were looking at the casual buffalo, yeah and then i looked down i'm like oh my god there's prairie dogs <laughs> wait that is so cool i love that um so you leave south dakota and and again roughly we're doing one to two days in each place but sometimes just driving straight through or like stopping seeing something and then driving straight through right like you're not necessarily doing a state a night I think um, we stayed in pretty much every state for one night, with the exception of, I think, Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. Because um, South Dakota, like, had um, Badlands and then Wind Cave National Park. So our goal was to do Mount Rushmore. We did, so we did um, Badlands the night before, like, the night we got to South Dakota. And we also went to this famous, like, drug store. It's, like, a truck side attraction called Wall Drug. Okay. And everyone stops there. Like, if you're going through that part of the country, you have to stop there. And they have, it's huge. Like, there's all kinds of, like, souvenirs yeah. and like, food and stuff. So we went there. Then we, like, woke up, went to Mount Rushmore. And then we were going to go to Wind Cave National Park. And um, with that, like... All of the national parks have, like, guided tours and things that you have to reserve in Right, right. And they have different ways of doing it, which is kind of frustrating because they all should have a universal system. So, like, with the cave tour for Wind Cave, you have to get there, like, right when they open in the morning. And it's first come, first serve. Yeah. And you can't reserve in advance. Yeah. Jeez. So, we, like, got there around, like, 11 o'clock and all the tours were gone so we like couldn't even no go in. way so i feel like we got gypped on that one but good I... to know though for a future and anyone listening that's that's a good good point yeah um and when south dakota do you guys know off the top of your head what day roughly you guys were in south dakota so we were in south dakota on um thursday so that was day five Oh, wow. Yeah. We're only on day five and we're already to South Dakota. I love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so where did you guys go after that? So from there, we went to Yellowstone, which was our next stop. So getting there, we were in South Dakota. We had to go through Yellowstone's in Wyoming, Montana, and part of Idaho. So we had to drive through Wyoming. Um, driving through Wyoming, we stopped at this place called Devil's Tower. Okay. It's like this giant rock formation that's just randomly there. Yeah. <laughs> and they call it Area 18. Okay. Which is because they think like aliens could go there. So like that was pretty cool. It was on the route, um, but 
also probably not something I'd go back again right. for. Um, what did you guys think of Yellowstone? That's a pretty popular place. Yellowstone was probably my one of my favorite stops on the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed there, I'd say, like three nights. Oh, wow. Um, and you guys camped there, right? The first night, um, since we had a busy day in South Dakota. So we stayed outside of the park um, and then went to the park early the next day. Yeah. And getting to Yellowstone was actually one of the worst drives of the entire trip. Really? Why? So we crammed a little bit too much in the day prior. And um, when we entered in our hotel for the night, it showed five hours. And it was already, I think, five o'clock. And so it was getting dark quick. The sun was setting. And we were going through these twisting turns of the Mm. uh, Montana Montana mountains. Uh, (laughs) And, okay, so, like, it was getting dark. It wasn't, like, raining, but it was, like, sprinkling. It kind of looked like it was going to rain. And there were all of these, like, the speed limit's 80. And we're on a highway. Oh, wow. The speed limit's 80. We're on a highway, but it's, like, a winding It's dark. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I'd be, were you driving him? No, he was driving. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'd be freaking out. I was holding on. (laughs) Holding on to dear life. And you kept seeing these Animal Crossing signs, like, something was just going to jump out in front of you at any minute. And signs oh. that said, like, high wind warning or high winds. Oh, that's scary. And then, like, I look out the window, and it's just a sheer drop-off to, like, a oh. river that's, like... my God. Yeah, down. yeah. Like, so it's, like, okay, like, an animal could, like, you know, come out. Yeah. Like, swerve off into this ravine. Oh, that's, like, like actually, like, so stressful. This yeah. felt, like, the longest drive. Yeah. I'm sure. It was, like... Because... We were, like, an hour from the hotel, and, we, like, it, it was, like, our last sign of civilization, because, like, there's nothing. Like, yeah. a lot of these places, like, there's nothing around for miles, so, like, when you see a town, you, like, stop. Um, but we, like, had to stop and get some supplies at, like, a Walmart, and I don't even know what town that was. Some town in Montana, like, probably, like, one of the bigger cities on the east side of Montana, but um, I was like, should we just get a hotel here? Because we were still, like, an hour and a half or more away. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, let's just keep going. So we ended wow. up making it, but. But I feel like now being back in Ohio, you guys, I mean, if you could drive there, you guys can drive anywhere. Like, you yeah. guys are, like, professionals now. Um, that's awesome. That's scary, though. I, I would have been freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> so Yellowstone, you said you spent about three days there? Yeah. So we went to the park early the next day, um, and if you've ever looked at Yellowstone on a map, it's like a big figure eight, um, um, it's huge. It's, like, one of the biggest national parks. So there's a lot to see. It's, like, broken up into sections. Like, there's West Yellowstone, East Yellowstone. Oh, South. wow, I like, didn't know that. It's huge. And as we were planning out what we were going to do in Yellowstone, we kind of looked, like, what's the best route so we're not backtracking right. and going through, like, you know, making it efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, the downside was that part of the park was actually closed so you could just make a loop you had to go back the same way that you came in which kind of took away some of our time wait why would they close it so the road was closed um just because it needed to be repaved so it kind of messed things up but i feel like i didn't really notice right like it's so beautiful there that you really you know whatever Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of wildlife, buffalo, we saw an eagle's nest. No mm-hmm. way. Um, some people saw some bears, but we didn't get to see any. Yeah, because we, like, we did this nature drive through Lamar Valley, which is, like, known to have, like, the most wildlife in oh the park. Oh, my gosh. So you're, you're supposed to see, like, bears, wolves, bison, 
elk, deer, um, but I don't know, like, so people would stop and they'd be looking with binoculars, so you would stop and be like, what do you see? And they'd be like, there's a bear, like, right. way far right, away. Right, 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 And of course, like, I could never see a bear when there was a bear. <laughs> um, but I did get some cool pictures of the eagle's nest and buffalo and... Another thing we ran into at Yellowstone was bison jams. Yes. So it's... Oh! The, the bison just come out of nowhere in their huge pack, and they block traffic both ways in our case. So yeah. we sat in bumper-to-bumper traffic for probably an hour just... Just because leaving. they wouldn't move. Yeah. How did people get them to move? Like, are people beeping their horns? Are people, like, freaking out? Or people just kind of know, like, this is what they do? Like, you could, you just kind of Yeah, you kind of just have to wait. I don't think you're allowed to honk. Wait, that's um, so interesting. Yeah. You come right past your window. Like, I could have stuck my hand out and, and touched one of yeah. That's pretty cool, though. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's something that you don't see in Cleveland, Ohio, you know? No, like definitely that. not. <laughs> and, and you guys were saying, so you you did camp one night in Yellowstone, right? We did two nights. Two nights. That was actually the glamping. The glamping. Yeah. Okay, so, but you were still outside, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you guys nervous at all about animals, or was it like, did it get cold there? S- Going into it, we were more nervous than what we were when we were there. Yeah. Um, they made it seem like you couldn't have any food in your tent, any food in your car. Like Oh, I literally forgot about food, yeah. Because we were we stayed out in the middle of this huge open field in Montana just because of where the park is located. It was called Under Canvas. They have, like, several different locations all throughout the West. Um, even, like, there's one in, like, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Like, oh, yeah, home. cool. So, like, it's, I mean, it was cool, but, um, they're basically just, like, pre-set up tents. There's, like, a bed, so I think there was a king-size bed. Oh, wow. Chairs, so it doesn't even, like, like, feel like camping. I mean, like, you're outside in, in a tent, but that's, like, if I'm going to camp, like, that's how I'm doing it. They do have ones that have, like, bathrooms in them, too. Oh, my gosh. But, like, we didn't get that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we had to use, like, the bathhouse, which was fine. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, bad. Yeah. Um, it sounds and during so the fun. day, it was probably, like, 80 degrees. During the night, it chilled down to, like... 35. Nuh-uh. It yeah. was freezing. It was freezing. Did you guys, were you prepared for that? So, we, like, had blankets with us, but the beds that they had there had, like, eight or ten blankets Probably on them. Probably the most them. comfortable bed of the trip, honestly. No yeah. way! So, it, it was, like, really cold, but I felt like they had enough blankets on the bed that it was yeah. fine. Wait, that is, like, freezing and cold. you were yeah. supposed to use the fire furnace, furnace. that's in the tent. But you had to start it yourself, keep it running yourself, and if you did it the wrong way, the smoke could back up into the tent and just, like, smoke your tent out. Oh, Which... wow. <laughs> yeah, I would be like, you know what? I was going to take my 20 blankets yeah. and, I'll, and I'll be on my That's way. That's basically what we did. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, the first night we're there, I get woken up because I hear wolves howling. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Oh, so my gosh. I heard wolves howling outside of the tent, and... I was like, okay, like, it sounded like they were, like, right outside the tent, but oh I wasn't, like, freaking out. And then I told him, and he was like, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, but and, he's like, I'm not scared of anything. <laughs> and then the next day, we were, like, they had, like, bonfire pits set up, like, through around the place, and we were talking to, like, I think this couple from California, and I asked them if they had heard it, the wolves, too, and they did, so he knew I wasn't crazy. Right. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, actually, speaking of meeting people, you guys went all across the country. I'm assuming you guys are running into people talking to people whether it's at a campsite on a hike did you guys meet were there any people that stuck out to you like oh these people were so cool or i'm still in touch with this person was there anyone like that or do you remember meeting anyone that like stood out to you or was on like a hundred day hike or some some kind of cool story like that there was a lot of people that were actually on similar trips um but i think 
there was this one couple that stuck out to me. Um, they were married and they were actually finishing their 50 states that weekend and they were going to their last state. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Um, but and we met them at, um, I think a park in it was Bright, Utah. Bryce Canyon, yeah. Utah. They were on yeah. the bus and we just waited, uh, or we were waiting and got to know them a little bit. Yeah. They were really nice. It was just kind of crazy to see like, you know, someone else doing something For like that. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so you guys leave Yellowstone. Quick tips for Yellowstone. It's really cold at night, hot during the day. Um, all of the, like, geysers and, like, pools, uh, smell like rotten eggs. No way. So, like, be prepared for that. But it's beautiful. Like, it's definitely worth going. Yeah. Um, Be prepared to walk, though, because I think that was the park that we walked the most. You can't really see a lot of it from just Driving around. Yeah. So, like... But there's boardwalks. Like, it's very accessible for people. Like, yeah. Um, the boardwalks could use some updating. They're pretty shaky in mm-hmm. spots. But, um, and you also want to stay on them because if you even go off of them, you have the risk of falling into one of these sulfur pools where your your skin will melt off. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Like, people die, like, falling into these pools. Like, And then the one area, it said, like, thin crust zone, and they weren't talking about pizza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like... <laughs> You could just, like, fall into, like... Right, right. Wow. Well, I love the tips, and also, during this episode, let's, like, keep this going, like, state to state. If you guys think of certain tips for certain places, let's just say it here instead of waiting for the end. I love that. So, we're back in our car. It's day what of the trip? This is day nine. Day nine. Back in the car. Leaving Yellowstone. Where are we going? So, it's not really a long drive, but we're going to Grand Teton National Park. It basically borders Yellowstone. So okay. if you go out the south entrance of Yellowstone, you'll go right into the north entrance of Grand Teton. Yes. Um, and that's still in Wyoming. Um, so we stayed in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which is a really cool little town. Um, there's like all of these antler things and like the town square. Oh, okay. Like arches of antlers. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty neat. Um, but Grand Teton is way different than Yellowstone. Like the mountains are like beautiful they're snow covered um we went to jenny lake and hiked 13 miles that day oh my gosh so we hiked all the way around jenny lake and then went like up into this canyon but you had i don't i forget what the elevation gain was but we had to like climb up pretty high then to go into this canyon um they like it's one of the most common places to see bears, so definitely have bear spray. Same with Yellowstone, like you should always have bear spray with you just Good in case. Good to know. Good to know. Um, we didn't see any bears, but we saw a ton of bear poop on the trail. So really? Like, so you knew they were close? Yeah. Like. Oh my gosh. And it wasn't like. A I'm, lot of these parks, you go and there's a lot of other people on the trails, but for this one specifically, we went a while without seeing anyone. Yeah. So, Oh, we that's made sure nice. To make a bunch of noise to keep anything away. Yeah. Oh. Because they say, like, the more noise you make, or, like, clapping, or, like, bring a cowbell. But, like, I mean, we'd see people occasionally, but not right. that often. Um, we did see a moose on the trail. Oh, no. <laughs> How did that encounter go? Um, so, if we would have been, like, five minutes earlier to the spot where the moose was, we would have been able to get, like, way better pictures of it. But by the time that we got to it, it was, like, down by the lake eating. And, like, mm-hmm. you know. That's so cool, though, to see some of these animals that yeah. you just don't see here. And speaking of that 13-mile hike, um, I feel like what I'm hearing so far from the trip, it was a lot of get up early, 
full day of exploring, hiking, back in the car, driving. Like, were you guys, like, exhausted along the way? Or were you guys just so excited that it, you know, like, you weren't that tired? Because it just sounds like such a busy day every day. I would say with um, going to bed at night, it was easy because you had such a long day. And then waking up early, you were just excited about you were going to be in a new place doing new things. So I don't think either of us really had an issue the entire trip with, like, waking up or just being too tired. And I'm not a morning person, like, at all. Oh, yeah. At home, like, I'm cranky, I'm mean, like, Mm -hmm. you don't mess with me. Right. But, like... But you were fine. Yeah. And, like, there were days where we had to get up at four in the morning, five in the morning. You're, like, easy. Love it. Love it. Wow. That is so cool. And another tip for this one is invest in good hiking shoes if you plan on doing any hiking at all. Because we learned... I guess the hard way that it really depends on um, the the shoe that you get. Yeah. So we like we both got new hiking shoes before leaving for the trip, and mm-hmm. we tried them on. We went to REI, and I like I was like, wow, these are so comfortable. I love them, but I still came back with a blister on each toe mm. <laughs> and on the heels of my feet. Like, yeah. I needed a pedicure pretty bad. Um, (laughs) Right. Oh, I'm sure. And plus, it's not like you guys are just doing, like, a a weekend hike. This is, like, a lot and a lot, a lot, a lot of hiking. So, wow. How many um, national parks did you guys go to? If you had to just guess. 20. Wow. Yeah. So, it was 20 states and 20 national parks. That is insane. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, so where are we off to next? Where was the next spot? So after leaving Jackson Hole, we drove to um, Salt Lake City. Utah. Oh, how was Utah? I've always wanted to go there. It was cool. Um, I would say it was, like, different, the most different place, like, so far on the trip. Okay. um, Than what I was used to because it was, like, very deserty and just... It was one of those places that... I don't know if we necessarily wanted to go there, but it just made sense because it was on the way. Right. I, I wanted to go there. They have five national parks, the Mighty Five. Well, I'm talking so about like, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Oh, okay, oh, okay, well, okay. Yeah. okay. Okay, yeah, but yeah, I guess. Five national parks? Yeah. Wow. So. And if you're in Salt Lake City, you have to try the red iguana. Yes. It's like the best Mexican food. No way. In the whole state. Write like, that down, everyone. <laughs> everyone recommends it. Really? Like, I don't know what what do you call it a staple yeah how long were you guys in utah and what was the highlight from being in utah um so it's kind of hard because we bounced around but um like salt lake city was our first stop we didn't really do anything in salt lake city we did go to the great salt lake um not really much to do it's just one of those cool things to see um but from there the next place we went was actually in nevada um so we it was like it made the most sense to go to this park in Nevada from Salt Lake City just because it like followed the route. Right. Um, so we went to Great Basin National Park, which is in Baker, Nevada. Um, there's only fifty people that live in that town. Wow. The highway that you have to take to get there is called the loneliest highway in the country. So <laughs> Is it really called that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we were nervous because it was like this pounding heat, like like it was like over 100 degrees oh my like gosh. pretty much as soon as we got into not utah a town or another car in sight like we were worried we were gonna break down in the middle of this desert yeah and just get stuck out there oh yeah. my gosh so we like get to the visitor center for the national park and it was closed because of covid so there wasn't like anyone there to talk because 
Another thing I forgot about, the national parks have a passport book where you can get a stamp for each park you go to. Wait, so that's so cute. I, like, fill, brought this passport book with yeah. me everywhere and got stamps. So I really wanted a stamp, but I didn't realize they ha- Some parks have two visitor centers, oh, okay. so that one was closed, but I did get to go to the other one. That's but really cool. I love that. When we were at that visitor center, there was this guy that was, like, kind of scary. Like, we said hi to him and he just kind of like gave us a death glare oh god and i was just like oh my gosh and, like, <laughs> we're gonna my, die my one friend was telling me that like there's a national park serial killer and i was like thinking in my head like that's the guy Nuh-uh. Like, yeah. oh <laughs> my god that's so scary so like great basin is not really like a popular park i would say like not that many people visit it because like I don't know, it's just, like, hard to get to. There's not a lot around. Um, But their motto is half the park is after dark because it's, like, one of the best places in the whole country to see stars at night. Because there's no light pollution. I would love that. I'm obsessed with the stars. That is so good to know. So the hotel we stayed at was called the Stargazer Inn. Um, It was more like a Schitt's Creek motel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it was cool. Yeah. Um, We spent most of the night laying out watching the stars in the park. Oh, my Um, God. There were other people around, too, so it wasn't like we were the only people right. there. But I set up my camera on a tripod and got some really awesome pictures of the stars. That is so, so that was, like, cool. amazing. Yeah. The best experience. Oh, my gosh. I love that. And then the next day we did a cave chore because they have a, a- whole underground cave at the park as well. Wow. It's called Layman Caves. Um, and that we had to reserve in advance. So we were allowed to reserve that one in advance, but other parks you weren't. So mm-hmm. we lucked out with that one. That is so awesome. Where did you guys go after? So we were in Utah. We circled in Nevada. So now we're coming back into Utah. Back to Utah. Okay. And we went to Capitol Reef National Park. Um, which which isn't one that a lot of people really talk about, but I personally thought it was one of my favorites. Um, they just have a lot of different rock formations, and it has like that red coloring yeah yeah so like the rocks were super red i don't know a lot of people i guess could compare it to like sedona arizona gotcha but i feel like the rocks were more red than sedona arizona which is kind of crazy yeah um the reason it's called capital reef is because it used to have it used to be an ocean so there's like in certain places you can see like fossils of like wow oysters oh my gosh yeah yeah underwater stuff that's so interesting um and then uh, so like there was also like an arch that we hiked to um like a natural arch Mm -hmm. it was pretty cool to see um but other than that i mean it was it was a cool park from there we went to um bryce canyon so that's um like headed to like the southwest corner of utah i would say okay um and this was one of the parks that had a whole shuttle system you can hop on at the visitor center and they'll take you throughout the entire park, drop you off at different stops. Mm-hmm. Wow. So if people don't really want to hike or walk around, I would recommend Just this take one. the shuttle, yeah. Yeah, it's very accessible. Good to know. Um, at Bryce Canyon, we walked the whole like rim of the canyon. We didn't go down into the canyon because we were tired from all the hiking we had been oh, doing. Oh, right. Um, but it was cool. And we didn't stay the night around this park. We actually went, drove to another park, Zion, that same day yeah so we started at capitol reef drove to bryce and then drove to zion and ended our night there speaking of zion um i want to talk about this for a second because my boyfriend went to zion i feel like a lot of people go to zion it's a very popular place do you guys think that some of these like really big 
like, I'm going to say, like, quote, famous parks, like, are they overhyped? Are they as cool as, like, people hype them up to be? Like, I feel like Zion being one of them, like, was it everything you expected? So, I feel like a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but I don't know. I feel like, I guess we have a different perspective because we went to so many parks. You saw so much. Um... I liked Zion, but it wasn't like, oh my god, Zion, like, I have to be there, I have to go again. Right. Like, it just, it was beautiful and, like, completely different from anywhere else we had been, but the way that it had been talked about by people, it just wasn't, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was expecting more. What did you think, Vinny? I'd say the same thing, especially about the Grand Canyon, because people really hyped that Yeah, up. Grand Canyon, and too. And then you get there, and it's like, well, a lot of these other parks were 10 times better yeah right (laughs) and and with those places too like the grand canyon i feel like everyone's like i need to go to the grand canyon were these places packed or or were they they yeah a pretty full capacity and actually as soon as we got back from our trip a lot of these parks were closing and not letting people in for the day because they were so crowded no way yeah but Zion especially, like, Zion has a shuttle system, too, and you, they were doing it where you had to reserve your tickets early, but then they switched it, like, the week before we were going to where, like, you just show up and get in line. So we got up at four in the morning, got in The, li- the shuttle starts at six. Yeah. We got okay. up at four in the morning. Our hotel was, like, two minutes from the park entrance. Yeah. Because I made sure we got the closest hotel. Right. Um, and we still had to wait, like... An hour and a half to even board the shuttle. Yeah. Oh, my God. They don't allow any kind of car to go back where all of this stuff is you have to take the shuttle yeah um but in zion like angel's landing was like is a crazy hike a lot of people talk about it it was so steep so tiring but we did get to see these cute little baby owls yeah that are <laughs> they're endangered species and like wow. once you get to a certain point it says like be quiet because like talking can like affect their like breeding and no like way. catching food habits and stuff wait that is so interesting and then we got to the top of angel's landing and um consider doing like the chain section which is what you see in all the videos and there's that's like where it's risky if you fell you could die mm-hmm. right there was just so many people on angel's landing like the actual hill that we didn't want to risk it and we talked to some people and they said that they waited like what would you say? Like three hours to move five minutes. No. On this cliff, holding onto a chain and have to let go so people can pass them oh, and then grab back on. Oh my god! And mind you, it's like hot outside. It's like the sun's beating down. Right, so just like, crowded. Like yeah. you look over, you're off the mountain. Yeah. Like yeah. that's kind of crazy. No, and, and back to the chain comment really quick. Can you explain to me a little bit more? what you're saying when you mean like this chain is it basically like you're holding onto this chain going up a mountain like what is this thing so it's not really like a paved walkway or anything like once you get to that point there's just like poles and then a chain that connects them and only one person can like hold like hold on at a time so like it you know you have to like cross people and it's really tight and And it's very steep you were saying right Mm -hmm. yeah and someone actually had fallen the week before we were there. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I feel like some of these hikes too. I mean, you guys are talking about doing hikes every single day. Like, I. That's like a lot of work that goes into a hike. Everything's pretty much on an incline. I feel like, or at least most of it. So I feel like that's like exhausting. I feel like I'd be tired like every night for yeah. sure. Yeah. So the Narrows is a popular hike that a lot of people do. Um, you want to be prepared with the right shoes, the right socks, and the right pole, which you can rent. 
at stores in the town. They remind me again, like, you're basically walking in water the whole time. Right. How high is this water? It gets gradually Like, it can go deeper. up to your waist, yeah, depending on how far you go. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Did, now, did you guys do this hike, or you just... We were a little bit too tired from the rest of the hikes that we did, and we also forgot to rent the equipment. Gotcha. Until it was too late. So yeah. we we went to, like, the Narrows entrance and went in, like, a little bit. But right. We did walk a mile on, like, the Oh, cool. Yeah. To it, but then we turned around. Yeah. I feel like that one would be a very stressful hike. I think it would be really cool, but the fact that you are, you have water up to your chest, and with the rocks being so slippery underneath, I feel like I'd be looking down the whole time and, like, wouldn't be able to, like, look up and see the views. So, I think it'd be cool to see, but maybe it might have worked out that you guys didn't do that one. <laughs> I definitely will say I want to go back and do it. Yeah. But. Yeah. I want to do it, too. So, after Zion, we went to Vegas. <gasps> I love Vegas. <laughs> have you guys been to Vegas before? No, it was our first time. What did you guys think for the first time? It was really cool. I didn't I know, know what, what to, to expect. expect right. Um, but... I don't know. I mean, like, I've always, like, I don't like to gamble, so I really didn't want to go. Right. But it just, it was so close, and it made sense, and I was like, you know what? It could be fun. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Um, So we stayed right on the strip at the Flamingo. Nice. um, Which is right across from, like, Caesars and the Bellagio Fountain. Yep. Good spot. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. I like Vegas, too, because even if you're not into gambling, like, I'm not really into gambling, I feel like there's still so much to do, so much to see, so... That's cool that you guys got to go there. Was that as far west as you guys went? Did you go to California or Vegas or, like, Nevada was, like, the farthest you guys went? I wish we had more time to to go go to California. Yeah. But Mm. Vegas was the furthest point. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. How long did you guys spend in Vegas? So we stayed two nights in Vegas, um, which I feel like was plenty of time. Oh, yeah. That's, like, two or three days is enough in Vegas for sure. Um, But, yeah, I mean, we went to, like, all the different casinos. We had some good food. Nice. Um, I wasn't expecting that you needed a reservation for anywhere. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, you had to have a reservation or else you were going to wait two hours. And I don't know if that's typical or if it was just because COVID. Right. Yeah. So that was definitely a hurdle. Um, But... I feel like, what was it? Oh, we went to a show in Vegas. Um, oh, yeah. The Matt Franco show. Oh, cool. Um, which, at the time we were there, they weren't really doing a lot of shows because, like, things were slowly opening back up. Right. Um, but it was still a cool show. Like, it was worth going. Like, I didn't know what to expect for, like, a magic show. Right. Because that's what it was. But right. I feel like it was, he did a good job. Yeah. The shows in Vegas are fun. Um, so we leave Vegas. What day are we in our trip, by the way? So the day we left would be day 17. 17. So we're kind of past the halfway point. Where did you guys go after Vegas? Um, so we stopped at the Grand Canyon, um, heading into Page, Arizona was our next destination. Gotcha. Um, that was a quick stop. Like yeah. Maybe an hour or two looking at the canyon and leaving. And then driving like, to the next place. We didn't do any hikes or anything like that. Yeah, which was okay because... I mean, like, it would be cool to go into the canyon. Like, I know a lot of people that do that, but it would have took, like, I don't know, way too long. For, like, we didn't have enough time to do that. And for sure. It was hot. Like, uh, like it, they were in a drought and an extreme heat wave. Oh like, the whole time we were in Utah and Arizona, so it was hot. Jeez. Um, um, so then we're in Arizona. Yeah. So we stayed at an Airbnb in, um, in Page, mm-hmm. and then the next morning we woke up really early and went and rented kayaks 
Yes. Oh, so that's cool. in Page, there, it's really close to Antelope Canyon, which okay. you've probably seen on Instagram. Um, it's in the Navajo Nation, which was closed because of COVID for a really long time. Like, I don't even know if they're open now. Wow. Um, but... Anything on their land was closed. Yeah. So this affected, like, we wanted to go to Monument Valley, which is a scene that's in a lot of movies. Um, Antelope Canyon... And the Four Corners National Monument. And you couldn't go to any of them? No. no. Wow. Well, we did end up going to Antelope Canyon. Um, so we went kayaking at Lake Powell, Arizona. Um, and it leads into Antelope Canyon. So you can, like, you start out in the gotcha. lake. Gotcha. Then you go into the canyon. And then you and can, the like, lake, hike in the canyon. The lake was really choppy. Like, it was as if you were in kayaking the ocean. in the ocean. No. uh all this wake coming in and from people jet skiing and other boats like it was just like a constant up and down yeah and, like, i'm not a huge water person like i will do it but it's like very no right right um so i took dramamine before getting you know in the water because i knew that i would get nauseous and i like had never been nauseous like that before in my life like really? i felt like i was gonna throw up and oh I, my lo- gosh. I looked at him and i was like oh my god i feel sick like this is so bad and he was like, well, what do you want me to do? I was like, I don't want you to do anything. Like, right. I know we're here. Like, we're <laughs> right, it. right, like, right. So by the time and we, this like. this was at our halfway point. Yeah. Just to get into the canyon. Right. Because it was, like, Jeez. an hour and a half in and then an hour and a half out. And then once we were in the canyon. We I, stayed for an hour to hike. Yeah. Um, Which, the hike itself was really cool. You could mm-hmm. only get there if you kayaked. Um, wow. And this was, again, the land that was, was closed. The, yeah. Um, but there's like some really cool abstract photos and just being able to hike in between canyon walls was a cool experience. And just the way the canyon looks in general, like it, it's like very vibrant with the colors and yeah. Yeah. Wow. That sounds so cool. I love that. Um, and then also in Page, Arizona, there's Horseshoe Bend, which is oh yeah another like canyon formation that, that was really one of my beautiful. Things, like. I don't know. Everyone needs to see it sometime, some point in their life because it's just that cool. Yeah. So run me through from Arizona. What are a few of the states you hit now going back the other way? So we actually, from Arizona, went back into Utah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Fifth time back to Utah. Yeah. Can't stay away. And <laughs> we went to our last two parks there um, and stayed in Moab. So... Mm-hmm. The first day we did um, Canyonlands National Park, which is kind of one of the underrated parks, I guess. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot to do, but there was still some pretty cool stuff. A lot of cool views um, from the can. There was an arch there, like a natural arch that was pretty. Um, and then there was wildfires in parts of Arizona, so it was creating a bunch of smog. Oh, so, wow. like, even at the Grand Canyon, we really couldn't see that great because of the smoke. And it was carrying into Utah. Jeez. So, like, at Canyonlands, the visibility wasn't the best. Gotcha. So, like, that kind of, like, took away from the park a little bit just because, right. I don't know, it didn't, it wasn't as clear. Like, if it had been clearer, you could see a right. lot more. Right, right. Um, Jeez, that's crazy. And then the next day we did Arches National Park, which is... Again, or I, I would say one of my favorite parks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and if you've ever seen, like, the Utah license plate, there's, like, it's called the Delicate Arch, but it's on that 
And we hiked to that, and it was just amazing. Which, for anyone going to the Delicate Arch, get there as early as you possibly can because the parking lot will get full, and they will try and kick you out. And we, like, circled it four times trying to find a spot because I knew that someone was going to leave, but they, like, tried to get us to leave. I was like, I'm not leaving. No. There's no way I'm not going to see this arch. Right. even hike that hike was kind of difficult. Like, after doing Angel's Landing, it was nothing. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, pretty extreme because you had to, like... It was just, like, a giant, like, boulder. Like, a continuous boulder that you had to walk on, and it was steep, but... Well, good to know about getting there early, for sure. Some people that we saw turn around because it was just too much for them. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad you guys were like, no, we're staying. Yeah. I was, like, about ready to fight a ranger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, And another thing I just thought of is... Throughout all of this, each park that you go to has its own fee, which mm-hmm. could range from twenty to forty dollars. Wait, I feel like I didn't know that. Every park you went to, you had to like pay well, for it. Not all of them require you to pay, but most of the ones in that area did, just because it's like more of the touristy ones. Yeah. Oh. But they sell a yearly pass for eighty dollars. I've heard of that. Okay. Yeah. So we got the yearly pass, which definitely saved us a ton of money, yeah. like because we would have paid sure. more than eighty dollars. For sure. So if you're gonna go to. more than two, definitely get that. Yeah. Smart. Um and then another thing about Moab, Utah, there are a ton of restaurants there. There was this Mexican place that we went to that had the best tacos. Really? I, what was it called? I don't know why. I can't remember, but if we really think of it, I'll, I'll put it in the description. You'll know if you're there. Yeah. You'll know if you're there. You'll see it. I love it. So we're leaving Utah for the 10th time this yep. trip. <laughs> <laughs> and where were the next few states that we traveled through? So we drove to Colorado, and we actually stayed there for, I think, maybe five or six nights. Oh, yeah, wow. Just in different areas of Colorado. Mm-hmm. So getting into Colorado, our first stop was at Black Canyon of the Gunnison, which um, I would say is... A, was it was one of my favorites just because it looked so different like i wouldn't even compare it to the grand canyon just because it's like the way the walls are and the river that's at the bottom of it you can hear it like so clearly wow. you can't go into the canyon at all yeah. because it's so steep right um but it was like amazing views that's amazing and then that night we stayed that was the night we camped in a tent and we stayed at a hot springs Mm -hmm. oh that's really cool yeah so the hot spring you had access to for like the whole time you were there so we really weren't in the tent that long i mean because we were in the hot springs until like after midnight i would say um they had 12 different pools of ranging temperature water yeah wow and they were all natural like hot springs they weren't like man-made or anything and they were like clean or or they felt clean or look wow like weekly um or they do different pools each day yeah that is so interesting i did not know that wow mm-hmm. i love that so was that colorado was the place that you guys spent the most amount of days then would you say, I would say so. yeah besides utah i guess and you're going back and forth but yeah interesting um so after that we drove to mesa verde <laughs> national park is which... that in colorado yeah okay it's in southwest colorado this one i would only recommend going to if you were passing by it it wasn't worth going out of your way just yeah. to go to a national park get um, to know it was like an hour drive just to even see anything in the park and then once we got there it was like this is what we drove here for so <laughs> the, well I mean, I agree with you, but I don't. At the same time, like, they're, it's known for the cliff dwellings from, like, historic, 
you know. Right. Like, people living there. Um, but not on this trip, but prior to this trip, we went to Colorado, and there's other cliff dwellings there that we had already seen, and I just thought that they were a lot better than Mesa Verde. You could go in them. Okay. They were more accessible, and I feel like you almost appreciated them more. So... Mesa Verde was definitely cool, but very low on the list compared to the other parks we went to and definitely probably would not go back. Um, Gotcha. Once we left there, we went to another hot springs, which was out in the middle of nowhere, like nothing within 20 minutes of it in any direction. Wow. But it was surrounded by mountains and there was, again, different pools of water. Um, They had like food on site for mm-hmm. breakfast and dinner because there was wow. nothing around these hot springs sound so fun yeah it sounds I, so cool um and then the day after that we went to great sand dunes national park um which i, I really like i liked sand it dunes. it was it's it was pretty. like these huge like you were in the egyptian desert all of a sudden Ooh. and um we decided we wanted to climb one of the dunes and it was like I don't even know how to describe it. You you would walk up so far, but then you would be sliding down because the sand would just fall out from beneath you. Yeah. I know exactly. That's how Morocco was too. Like, I'm climbing up and I'm climbing down. Like, it, I, I totally get it. Yeah. And, and it was people just, were, like, sandboarding. Like, that's a thing. Wow. It was just weird because, like, there's all these sand dunes, but there's also mountains. So, right. Like, you have a combination of It's kind of, like, of random, yeah. And then there's, like, a river that flowed right At the bottom in of the between dunes. both of them. Jeez. Mm-hmm. I almost passed out climbing the sand dunes. No way. Because it was just, it, was, it wasn't even that hot out, but it was just like the way, I almost got like vertigo just from like right. going up and mm-hmm. sliding back down. I had to use my inhaler. Oh but, my gosh. Well, I feel like the, I it, it, it sounds like gorgeous. Like it, it sounds like it was just so pretty, the water, the sand, the mountain. So yeah, I'm sure you guys were happy that you at least just got to see that and experience that. Yeah, yes. that one was so fun. And then from there, we drove to Boulder, Colorado. And we stayed there for three nights. Oh, which wow. We've been to Boulder before, and we really liked it, so we wanted to make sure that that was On the built list. into the trip. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, and that was, I think, the only place that we stayed for three consecutive nights. Um, we got an Airbnb, and... It was within walking distance of Pearl Street. There's a lot of shopping, restaurants. Oh, and, fun. And then while we were there, we also did glass blowing. That's really cool. See, I, I love that, like, this wasn't just, like, a road trip full of hiking. Like, you guys saw caves. You saw water. You were shopping. You had good food. Like, I, you guys did this, like, the best way. I'm just obsessed with this trip. I love it. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't want there to be, like, all of it all of it be hiking. I wanted there to be some cities. And yeah, you had like, to, like, split things. it up a little right. bit. For sure. Um. So, on our last day in Boulder, we did the Rocky Mountain National Park, which is about an hour drive. Mm-hmm. How was that? It's probably my favorite national park. It really? was our second time going. Um, I just love the Rocky Mountains, the like the way it looks. So, when we got into the park, we had an early entry, so I think we had to be there between like it was five and seven five and seven in the morning okay um we had to reserve it early i think they still have that reservation system going so like definitely like plan ahead if you want to go there because you have to like do the timed entry thing um but we it's called bear lake and dream lake um so when we got there it was super cloudy and like foggy because you're up so high so you couldn't see anything mm-hmm. at all because there was so and much because fog. it was still so early yeah 
So we like did this hike to Dream Lake and it's beautiful. Like it was probably one of my favorite hikes of the trip because you're like by all these lakes, there's like beautiful pine trees. Um, and then there was some snow in spots, but not a lot. Um, and there was definitely snow on the mountains, but as we got to like the end of the hike, there's like these two peaks that come together and there's a lake and the fog started to clear. So we got to see the fog like like completely like leave because like when we got there, you couldn't see anything. Oh, it'd be so cool to see that. Yeah. Yeah. This one was really cool to see too, because we went there two years ago and it was covered with probably... 10 feet of snowfall yeah oh wow so you're going back yeah it looked completely different right that is so awesome wow so by the time you guys leave colorado what day of the trip are you on so this would be day 25 oh my gosh so we have three days left and you're all the way in colorado yeah and you're gonna be home in three days yeah (laughs) oh my gosh okay how did you guys get home what were the last couple spots you guys stopped at so after leaving Colorado, we went to Omaha, Nebraska. How's Nebraska? It was either, it was either drive through Nebraska or drive through Kansas. So we kind of weighed our options, but neither one of those is really. There's not really a lot to do, <laughs> but one of my friends um, that I went to school with was from Nebraska, and they had said like the zoo in Omaha was oh. like the second to like the San Diego Zoo. Did so, you guys go there? Yeah, we oh, did. Oh, nice. So we um, left Colorado, went to Omaha, Nebraska, went to the zoo, um, and that was pretty much it for Nebraska. There wasn't really anything. That was like one of our longest days of driving. Gotcha. But it it felt quick because it was just a flat, right. con- continuous line <laughs> of driving. Um, after Omaha, we drove to St. Louis, Okay. Missouri, yeah. Um, we did have to go through Kansas a little bit, like by Kansas City, Missouri, and um, that way. St. Louis was cool. We didn't really do a whole lot there. We went to the Arch. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a riverboat cruise. Oh, fun. We uh, wanted to go up in the Arch because I didn't realize you could even go up and do it. Mm-hmm. But they have these trams, um, and they just didn't have any tickets for, we didn't plan ahead i guess yeah because gotcha. i think whenever we were planning we couldn't buy tickets yet and then we like would have had to buy them when we were already on the trip and they were only at half capacity because of covid so oh, gotcha. only half of the tram was working gotcha um so then we left st louis and we went to nashville tennessee Oh, fun. Yeah. Nashville was so fun. I, I've always wanted to go. I've, like, had a plan have. for a while, and then it just got canceled because of COVID. But, yeah, I really want to go to Nashville. Um, We didn't do, like, a whole lot in Nashville, but we did go get dinner at this really good barbecue. It was Edley's or Edley's yeah, Barbecue. It's really well-known. Highly recommend if yes. you're in Nashville. Um, our Airbnb host recommended it. Um, it was great. And then... After leaving Nashville, we drove to Mammoth Cave National Park in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But again, we were kind of disappointed because that was one that you needed advanced reservations. And once we got there, they were sold out for the day. Unless we wanted to wait around a few hours, which we were really just focused on right. at that point. Right. Yeah. So we did end up finding another cave that was like 10 minutes from Mammoth Cave. Okay. Um, that still had tours available. And it was honestly nicer than Mammoth Cave because I had been there before. So that was like my second time going. And 
Mammoth Cave is just, it has, like, a huge entrance to go in, but there's not really rock formations, like stalagmites or anything, mm-hmm. So, the, but the cave we went to had way better formations, so I feel like we were kind of lucky that it didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. Um, but then, from there, we stopped in Cincinnati and got dinner with my friend Camille, and then we were back in Cleveland. Oh like my gosh. That trip literally sounded incredible, you guys. I mean, you seriously, like I said, did everything. You hit so much. 20 states, 20 national parks. I mean, <laughs> round of applause to you guys. That was so cool. I loved hearing all about that. That is that is amazing. Um, I have a few more quick questions before we end this episode, but I loved hearing all that. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm wondering how many miles total was this trip? If you had to guess. We actually figured it out, um, but it was 8,100. Wow. That is crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, Would you guys... Actually, I'm not going to ask that question yet. Do you wish the trip was shorter, longer, or do you think it was enough time in each place? Because from what it sounds like to me, it sounds like you guys did what you needed to do. Do you wish you had more time, though? or? I wish we had a little bit more time. One, so we could go to more states and more places. Mm-hmm. And two, maybe just so it wasn't as rushed. I didn't really feel rushed, but I would have liked to have extra time in case we needed it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely... I didn't want to come home <laughs> just because I like traveling and I was like, oh, great. Now I have to go back right. home and go to work. So I would have liked to be gone longer, but you have to come home at some point. Right. Would you guys ever do this again? This And by this, I guess I just mean another 20 plus day road trip. Or do you guys think this was like a one and done? Like it, it's a lot to do to do it again. I could see us doing one for the East Coast next time because mm-hmm. there's a lot to see. Not as many parks, but there's still a lot on the East Coast. Yeah. I could also see us doing, like, Washington, Oregon, and California. From, oh, like, yeah. starting in Washington okay. and going down or, you know, starting down and going up. But, yeah, that would work. I mean, I don't know. I like long trips, mm-hmm. so... I mean, it sounds like it was a blast, too. Like, it sounds like you guys had so much fun. Yes, it was. Um, I know throughout the episode we were kind of giving advice um, based on certain parks, certain places. Is there any other, I guess we'll just say, like, broad advice for going on a road trip in general that you want to let everyone know? Um, I would say definitely book in advance. You'll get the best prices. Make sure there's availability. Mm -hmm. Um. And, like, again, with booking, you know, it was a very thought-out process when it came to, like, picking a hotel or an Airbnb. I would say I I ended up booking most of the hotels through a work discount site. So if you have anything like that, definitely utilize it. Smart. Or, like, we did some through Hotels.com or Booking.com. But I basically had, like, four different websites open. I would figure out the hotel. Then I would compare all the prices and make sure we got the best price. I love that. And we so also you... checked over, like, a span of a few days. We yeah. just book it as soon as we saw it. Because the rates will change um, over time as well. That's smart. So, yeah, I guess, you know, take your time when you're – and spend the time planning if mm-hmm. you're going to do something like this. Right. What is – next for you guys you just got back from this crazy trip do you guys have any other trips planned for anything the rest of the year or have you guys been brainstorming like we should go here next what what's next for you guys travel wise 
So this might be premature, but we want to go to Alaska <laughs> or California. Okay. Yeah. Both of them have a lot of national parks, a lot of different stuff to do, and I think both could be really fun. Yeah, I agree. Um, thinking like closer to home, I think we we're gonna try and go to Shenandoah National Park for a weekend because it's, oh, cool. it's in Virginia and only five hours from here. Um, and then. West Virginia actually got its first national park, New River Gorge, wow. as of this year. So I was thinking of maybe doing that on a weekend. Yeah. Just because it's close by. So fun. And I'm assuming now that you guys have been to over 20 states, do you guys have a goal of hitting all 50 states? Is that. Yeah, I would say I personally want to hit all 50 states by the time I'm 30. So I have five That's more years awesome. to do it. I feel like you'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That is so cool. Um, where can everyone find you guys on social media or to see any pictures or videos or anything you guys have from the trip? Where can everyone find you guys online? So you can find me on Instagram. My username is Anth Miley. So Anthony without the O-N-Y. Perfect. Um, and you can find me, uh, my username is skinny underscore Vinny. <laughs> I love it. Guys, be sure to give them a follow. Their pictures are literally insane. Anthony's really into photography, and Vinny, I think you are too as well. Um, their pictures are incredible, so I definitely recommend you guys follow them on social media. But guys, it was so nice talking to you. I can't thank you guys enough for your time. Your trip sounded absolutely incredible, and I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to take notes and your advice for when they go on their own road trip. So thank you guys so much for being here. It was so fun. Thanks for having us. Of course. All right, guys. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys are all excited to go on a trip of your own. See you guys next week.